Shortlisted is brought to you by Future Women's Jobs Academy. Getting back to work after a career break isn't easy. Future Women's Jobs Academy is a free online program supported by the Australian Government. It's proven to increase confidence and connect women with meaningful and flexible jobs. Apply today at jobsacademy.futurewomen.com. We'll support you to find the right job and thrive. Nothing makes a person go weak at the knees quite like a job interview. Enter Shortlisted, a podcast by Future Women where Helen McCabe and I hold your virtual hand, walking with you every step of the way, right to the interview door and straight onto the shortlist. In this episode, we teach you how to speak about career breaks and career interruptions without it hurting your chances of getting the job. We've included not only tips, but example scripts to help you get started and boost your confidence at the same time. How to explain a career break normally means taking time out to raise children, but it can extend to a whole range of other activities, anything from a year off to travel to health concerns or issues. um, To caring for someone who's sick or a sibling with a disability, elderly parents. Perhaps you became unemployed and just getting back into the workforce got really tricky. Maybe you were physically unwell for a period. Maybe you were mentally unwell for a period. So in this episode, Jamila, do we need to explain all of those circumstances or do we just have a simple explanation for why I took time out? I think it's a simple explanation. I think it's about being really upfront and it starts with recognising yourself that this isn't something to be ashamed of. A career break is not just normal, it's common. A survey that was run in Australia in 2019 by Hayes found that 64% of women have taken a career break. Children is the primary reason, but it's not the majority reason. 69% of women have said they've also encountered challenges when they've tried to re-enter the workforce. And in particular, they've said that how do you answer that job interview question about how you've held on to skills or what you've done with your skills or what you haven't learnt or experienced during the time you've had out of the workforce? That is where the big challenge comes in. So the fact is that for women over 45, it is much harder to regain employment if you've taken a career break. Yeah, it's uncomfortable to say it out loud, isn't it? That that's the truth. But we do tend to be more forgiving, this is the collective we, of younger people being out of the workforce for a period, whether it's because they're unemployed or whether it's because they've taken a deliberate break. Now, that's not said to dishearten you in any way. That's why you're listening to this podcast in the first place. I think it's important to go into an interview being aware that biases do exist and that you might have to work pretty hard in that interview to overcome them. Now, that bias isn't your fault, it's theirs, but nonetheless, you're the one that's going to have to prove that that career break doesn't mean that you don't have something to contribute because you absolutely do. And Jamila, I think the good news is that it's better. Things are better. It it was really rubbish for women over 45 five years ago, but a bunch of things has happened to make that a little bit easier. And one of them is that there's a jobs and skills shortage. So... In our work uh, at the Future Women Jobs Academy, we talk to employers from every sector right across Australia, and we know that they are literally changing their mind on this issue of women over 45 in the workplace as we speak. So, 
we're not here to dishearten you. There is plenty of good news and there are plenty of employers who know that you have extraordinary skills to offer great companies and our job today is to help you find the right language. So let's go to it. Question number one is, do you bring it up at all? If they don't bring it up, do you mention it? Do you let it be the elephant in the room that no one's talking about? The tricky thing here is that the advice from the experts, from recruiters and HR experts, it is mixed. Different people give different advice and often what they say depends on the length of the break. If you've had a really long break from the workforce, if you've been out of work for two years or more, especially if you've been out of work for five or 10 years or more, then you do need to mention it. You do need to bring it up. You don't need to dwell on it if you don't want to. Your focus should be on why you're ready to return now and what you bring to the workforce now. But I think if you don't mention it, it just looks a little odd. If you've taken a shorter break, maybe a few months or even six months, even up to a year, you don't necessarily need to bring that up. That's not a particularly significant period of time. And Helen, I think a lot of this is about Again, doing your research, making sure you understand the culture of the organisation and the industry that you're looking to work in. And that will give you an idea of how much that break might be relevant and how much you need to reveal or talk about. And the good news is that if you're going to a job interview through the Future Women Jobs Academy, we've done some of the hard work for you. So we've spoken to that employer and we've asked them about how they feel about career breaks small, large, in between, and we know that they're okay with it. So you can feel a little more confident that if you're applying for a role that you've seen through any of the FW partner employers, that they're up for the discussion. They know that you are likely to have taken a career break and they're okay about it. So we want to reassure you about that. But certainly, Jamila, I don't think you necessarily have to bring it up if it's a year or two years uh, and you say you've got two children. Again, you don't have to do that, but most women tend to do that at some point in the interview process, either that there's a phone call halfway through the interview process or they're late because something's gone wrong because a child's been unwell. Like it's just part of interviewing women with families, particularly when it's on Zoom, that there is a it's an obvious telltale sign that you've got other things going on in your life. So, I would say be totally comfortable with that. And the other point to dwell on that just a little bit longer, everyone in that organisation is going to have women with children. They are all juggling caring responsibilities already in that organisation. So, don't feel too defensive or scared about that as an issue. Would you agree that it has shifted? Yeah, absolutely. I think workplaces are becoming more accommodating and more flexible on the whole. I think it depends on the industry, but certainly post-pandemic, I think we've all had an exposure through a little camera to what life looks like in our colleagues' homes. And we've come to understand that dogs and partners and children and elderly parents appear on the back of a Zoom. And I think as a result, perhaps we've become a little bit more accepting of the various reasons that a career break might happen. Also, I want to point out that there are some benefits to taking a break. There are some massive benefits, not only in terms of your own personal life and what you have experienced or gained from your career break, but the perception of a career break can be positive as well. There was a global survey by LinkedIn of hiring managers and they found that half of hiring managers believe people returning from a career break have often gained really valuable soft skills and over half of workers say that they acquired new skills or improved existing ones, including problem solving or communication and budgeting while they were on a career break. So it's certainly not all bad news. And over 50 
percent of women say they are better at their job than they were before when they've had that career break. And 74% of people who've taken a career break believe employers valued the skills they gained. And again, speaking from personal experience, running an organisation called Future Women, you need that diverse experience in life. You have to have women that are, you know, living in the real world and raising kids and tackling all of those challenges. So Helen, let's try and give people a bit of a script or even a couple of different variations here about how to talk about a career break if you're asked. Um, Ideally, of course, folks, we want you to focus in an interview on your professional skills, focus on your professional memberships that you've kept up, focus on the fact you've attended conferences, maybe the Future Women Leadership Summit was something you went along to, the fact that you know what's been happening in your field while you've been out and about doing something else. Perhaps you've mentored other people or you've volunteered or you've been active on LinkedIn. Keep your focus there if you possibly can. But if you are asked about your career break and asked what was happening there or what was going on there or tell us about why the gap between job two and job one on your resume, Helen, is about six years, what was going on? Well, that's right. Some recruiters encourage you to talk about family budgeting as an example of budgeting skills or childcare as an example of time management. This is a little bit fraught. So if you're going to do that, do it firmly and quickly. I don't think you can point to that as a significant component of what you bring to the table, but you can do it and think about how you express that. Other examples, and this comes from our own experience with the Jobs Academy, caring for my children over the last five years has certainly given me a wealth of valuable skills in patience and parenting and the time to think more deeply about my passions, values and what I want in my career. I'm grateful to have this time to care for my children, but I'm ready for my next job. That bit where you say, I'm ready for my next job, that tends to resonate, again, from hiring and from talking to a lot of women who are applying for work. It is very plausible and authentic to say, I have spent five years on the floor playing with blocks, going to childcare appointments, et cetera, et cetera. And I loved it and I love my children and I'm, it's the best thing I've ever done, but I now want and need a role or a job and to be around adults. And I can't wait to get into full-time work and to leave those caring responsibilities for the time being. So I would encourage people to be fairly confident and straightforward about explaining that they're ready to work and that looking after children is something that you've done and you're ready to move forward. Mm. I've taken some shorter career breaks over the last five years or so when I've been unwell and they have been shorter breaks. But nonetheless, if someone asked me about those career breaks in a job interview, I wouldn't shy away from explaining what I got out of those career breaks. I think there's nothing wrong with saying you're hiring a person, not just a worker. And at a personal level, the last few years have made me who I am. And I have a sense of self and a sense of purpose that perhaps I didn't have before. And then turn the conversation as quickly as you can to what comes next, which is the job you're applying for. And I am ready to move forward. I am so eager to get going. I am sick of sitting around and being unwell. I am so ready to throw myself back into my life. And I want to start with this job. There is absolutely nothing wrong with pivoting quite quickly from 
the period that you've been out of the workforce and the setbacks that you've experienced or the wonderful caring work you've been doing into where you want to go next. The other thing, Helen, that I want to just mention is mentioning older work experience. If you haven't been in the workforce for 10 or 15 years, it doesn't make that work experience redundant. It may not be entirely up to date. And of course, workplaces have changed and you should acknowledge that too. But don't be afraid of using those examples. The work that you did in your, say, your 20s or your 30s before you took a longer career break isn't irrelevant. It's part of your work story and your work experience. And you shouldn't be afraid of mentioning that and mentioning your achievements in a job interview. Yeah, I think it's easy to see who the whole person is if they say, I started as a receptionist and I was quickly promoted to an account and then I was the account manager on 10 different accounts. Then I met this great guy or person, got married and had children and I've been out of the workforce for five years. If you tell me that, I immediately know what sort of person you were in the workplace And that just indicates to me that you are still that person and you can very happily walk into a role, be adaptable and end up running a team of 40 people because it's a natural life progression to do that uh, and to to take that time out. So I do think if you've had one of those sorts of careers where you've done a lot quickly and you're really proud of it or you've not even necessarily done a lot quickly, you're really proud of your achievements prior to taking time out, yes, mention it because it does help us get a bigger picture about who you are and who you will be in the new role. Does that make sense? Yeah, it absolutely does. And finally, I'd just say if you're someone who has struggled to get back into the workforce and that shows on your resume, that you're someone who has had a lot of jobs for a short period of time or you're someone who has been doing a lot of interviews while you've been unemployed and not had the success. And if that comes up, if you're asked about it, I wouldn't necessarily bring it up, but if you're explicitly asked about it, I think acknowledging it, being truthful, do not lie, and then moving on is a great idea. So again, the kind of script you could use is, yeah, it's true. After my husband was unwell and I had a period of time out of work, it became really hard to get back and I lost confidence and I really struggled to get a foothold. But let me tell you this, if you take a chance on me today, I will pay it back in spades. I am ready to deliver. I am ready to get back to work. And I hope that you'll give me that opportunity. That, to me, speaks to someone who really wants this and is going to work really hard. And even if there are some things that perhaps they're going to need to learn quickly or overcome, that we're going to be able to work through it together. Yeah, never shy away from indicating how keen you are for the job. Jamila, some quick questions, and we won't give you answers to these, but just to run through them for anyone who's in this predicament to start to think about. So these are the sorts of questions you might get asked. Tell me about the evolution you saw in yourself during this break. What did you learn about problem solving? How would you apply those skills in this role? The environment for this role is fast paced and requires our team to be able to change directions frequently. Tell me about a time during that break that required you to change course and what you learned about staying agile. The role will have many competing priorities and you'll be asked to balance many work streams effectively. What have you learned about prioritization and multitasking and how might you apply that to the role? They're good questions. They're ones you can all answer because that's what you've been doing in your career breaks. And it's just worth working through in your own mind how you would answer those questions before you go into an interview. Shortlisted is produced by Future Women's Jobs Academy. To apply to join, head to jobsacademy.futurewomen.com 
or go to futurewomen.com to become a Future Women member today.